Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Serial Talk. I'm your host, Linda Richman. First topic, grape nuts are neither grapes nor nuts. Talk amongst yourselves. JK, we are talking about cereal, but this is the great pop culture debates discussion on the best breakfast cereal ever. I'm your host, Eric Resniak, and trust me, Mr. Rabbit, my tricks are most definitely not for kids. Joining me are my panelists, and they're great. He puts the bend and snap into snap, crackle, and pop. Please welcome to the podcast, Dan Howell. Hello. Is this a safe space? Because I think someone's after my lucky charms. I can't promise you that. <laughs> She's kid tested and motherfucker approved. It's Kate Reculia. You know it. And he likes it. Michael Schwartz really likes it. You bet I'm magically delicious. Before we pour ourselves into the debate, let's go over how this works. We put together a list of notable American breakfast cereals, both past and present. We had just shy of 200 options altogether, and nearly 70 people took the survey to pick their favorites. The top 32 vote getters were ranked by popularity, added to a bracket, and our panelists have made their decisions. Now we argue about it and insult each other, all for your amusement. Do you want to follow along at home? You can find all of the brackets, including the one for this episode, at greatpopculturedebate.com. Those seedings must have been pretty accurate because our panelists were largely unanimous in the round one debates. Among the uncontested winners automatically advancing to round two, we have One Seed Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which put the Bam Bam on Eight Seed Cocoa Pebbles. I need to pause for a second and point out that I cannot believe that Cocoa Pebbles was an eight seed. That is madness. To me, it's like the best of the chocolate series, but whatever. This is why democracy doesn't work. <laughs> Two seed Apple Jacks, cord its arguably healthier cousin, seven seed Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. Four seed Kellogg's Raisin Brand delivered two scoops of whoop-ass to five seed Cookie Crisp. Three seed Fruity Pebbles shattered six seed Honeycomb's chances at the title. One seed Fruit Loops followed its nose to victory over eight seed Frankenberry, which another other sidebar, Frank was the only one of the monster cereals to make the 32. Travesty. Travesty. Justice for Booberry. Three seed Rice Krispies snapped the neck of six seed Cap'n Crunch Crunch Berries. Two seed Frosted Mini Wheats further sank the Cap'n's fleet by taking out seven seed Peanut Butter Cap'n Crunch. One seed Lucky Charms needed no four-leaf clover to help oust eight seed Rice Krispie treats, which is disgusting, by the way. And two seed <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerios put the sting on seven seed Cocoa Krispies. And now we move on to the actual debates. First, three quarters of us were cuckoo for five seed Cocoa Puffs. But Kate was of a different mind over two-sided four-seed Crispix. Kate, <laughs> go for it. All right. So uh, how do I how do I describe a Crispix to someone who's in it? What is it? It's, it's Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs is who it's. Yeah. It's like, it is literally like, here is a grain that when you eat it, your body will continue to build itself versus here is candy. <laughs> <laughs> which, your, which your body likes and also needs but like i 
And I'm not I'm not going to like come for I'm not again, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum literally when it comes to yummy cereals. But I am an old woman and I have been since the day I was born. So Crispix is, first of all, it's not a boring old square. It's not a boring old sphere. It's, uh, what is that, a trapezoid? I don't understand. It's, sure. It's, it's, it's a, a rhombus. Hexagon? <laughs> it's a, it's a del- rhombus of deliciousness. And instead of like holes, it has those little slits. So it's nice and crunchy. It has... It has staying power, the Crispix. And I know I'm going to lose this one, but Crispix, I see you and I love you. It is a pretty cereal. Like it is pretty to look at. Yes. And I feel like it had like some type of a coating on it that made it not get soggy. Yes, it has it has a lovely like when you when you when you put the Crispix in your mouth, you know you're eating only Crispix. No other cereal feels like that. Well, I will say that uh, it's in my case, I did eat a lot of this as a kid, but it was Crispix and like five scoops of sugar to make it palatable. So it wasn't just Crispix in my mouth. It was cavities and their raw natural form. Um, But go ahead, Michael, go ahead and explain my Cocoa Puffs. Well, I think that we'll just discover for the rest of this episode that we've got going on that there's Kate at one end and there's me at the other end of the spectrum that we have going on here. Her 80-year-old skinny woman who is holding on to life's last breath by eating all of this cereal. (laughs) I'm not not that skinny, Michael. (laughs) As opposed to me with my fat outer adult hugging my fat inner child. Um, There there is like, and Eric, you kind of hit it right on the head when you said this. I can't imagine putting a... spoonful of crispix in my mouth that doesn't contain five spoonfuls of sugar on top of it it is i mean cocoa puffs i am cuckoo for cocoa puffs and i am not a huge like i love chocolate when but when chocolate comes to ice cream or cereals i'm not a huge fan of it but cocoa puffs there is just something about spooning that in and then there is that there's the milk that has that wonderful chocolate flavor to it. But even beyond that, there's the precipitate and the sediment that settles to the bottom of your bowl that turns into that yummy chocolate sludge that you finish out at the end of a box for you. I love how passionate you are about this. This was the right decision to have you on this panel. So thank you, Michael. Um, That's the only time I've ever heard sediment discussed as a positive for something. So well done. Um, I'm a science teacher. What can I do? That's true. I'm going to put it to a vote. Uh, Kate, are you going to stick with Crispix? I'm going to go down with the Crispix ship. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, did she sway anyone to changing their votes? Dan? No. Oh, no. No. Coco Puffs all the way. Yeah, no. She's going to be on a lot of sinking ships this episode. <laughs> I am. Well, which is why I'm, I'm choosing which ships to really, like, bolster up. <laughs> Smart. You're being pickier than Cap'n Crunch, who will apparently sail on anything, according it's to the number of varieties. Very true. Uh, very true. So Cocoa Puffs advances to round two. Sorry, Chris Bix. Next, we're going to visit the Great Plains. We were evenly split on the unflavored versions of two core cereals, Three Seed Cheerios and Six Seed Life. Dan, why Cheerios? Listen, Cheerios is one of those cereals that you know exactly what you're getting. It's kind of plain. Uh, again, it probably needs a little bit of sugar added in, but it's, you know, it's been around forever. It's been around since the 40s. And like everyone kind of likes Cheerios a little bit. You know, if it's there, you're like, well, I got to have Cheerios because there's nothing else available. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those super recognizable cereals. It's like it's like a little bit of comfort in the bowl. 
I, I can see that. And it's also, I think, personally, I think a, a, one of the reasons it's so popular is that it's such a good baby food. Like, every mom is yes. giving their child mm-hmm. regular Cheerios. I've never seen a kid not eat Cheerios. And by not eat them, I mean spread them all over the floor because children are a mess. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, I will defend my life. I actually genuinely love Life cereal. Regular Life and Cinnamon Life and even some of the other ones. But um, I think Life's delicious. I ate as a kid. I ate it now. I don't know why it's called Life. It seems kind of bizarre. That I you mean, it's have... called Life so that this whole conversation is very funny. <laughs> That's life. true. That's um, but to me, you were saying that with Cheerios, you're dealing with something that's plain and it's you eat it because it's there. Like I will actively seek out and buy a box of life because I enjoy it. Will I need to put in fresh strawberries or something? Mm. Yes. I'll do the same with, with Cheerios, but life is going to be better because it is plain, but it still has a little bit of sweetness to it. It has that crunch to it, sometimes a little bit sharp. But to me, life cereal, even just regular life, just act like actual life, it can be sharp. It can be unpleasant at times. But it's <laughs> I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it for all that it is. Um, so that's why I'm staying with life. We were split on this one. So uh, where are you now, Michael? Oh, I might be Mikey and I might like it, but I am not going to pick life over Cheerios. Cheerios is, a, yeah, Cheerios is by far a, a better option for us. Now, if we were to put some of the varietals up against each other, I might go in a different way. But Cheerios versus life, it is Cheerios. Cheerios is like as American as the red, white, and blue and, Ameri- and apple pie. And I hate America, so that's why I'm we know. <laughs> but, um, I, I would counter the argument that I would vote for numerous varietals of Cheerios over regular Cheerios. I think Preach. honey nut, apple cinnamon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I was saying if you put like varietals of Cheerios up against varietals of life, it might be a different story. But the, plain, the, the, the standard bearer for both of them, Cheerios over life, without a doubt. Kate, where do you come in on this? I am hardcore on life. I literally just ate a bowl of life before I got on this podcast. It's in my kitchen right now. (laughs) And also, like, how, like, you eat it because it's there. Cheerios is the most basic ass cereal. Like, I I cannot cannot abide regular Cheerios. My grandmother, bless her, sweetest woman, used to eat Cheerios only with blueberries and heavy, not heavy cream, half and half. That is the only way to make Cheerios palatable. So, yes, life. Dan? Life or get the Look fuck out. Look at your life, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Look at your choices. Kate Rukulia just called your pick bland. So really Listen, think- it's a plain cereal. There's no getting around it. It's 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 oats. <laughs> it's round <Yeah>. she basic. <laughs> she basic. She is basic. Okay. So well, uh, <clears throat> when we come to a tie, this is how it works. And yeah. this is controversial. <laughs> it can either go by the seed or it can go by the fact that I'm the host and I get two votes. And in this case, I win because it's me. So uh, life is advancing. Eric, Eric, life finds a way. Life finds a way. Wow. As Naomi Smalls taught us in All Stars 4, life's not fair. So... It <laughs> goes on to round two. Oh, uh, that was the right choice. Thank you, Eric. It was the right choice. Three quarters of us were sweet on one seed frosted flakes, but Kate was stuck on eight seed rice crispy. Excuse yeah! me, rice checks. Kate, uh, why rice checks? Uh, Can you make checks mix with what's the other thing? Sorry. 
Another <laughs> thing. You can't make. You can't make check. You cannot make a seminal. That word always sounds wrong to me. You cannot make a a seminal mid century party snack with frosted flakes. So Im- immediately, rice checks already like it has two things going for it. Oh, <laughs> I see. Michael has some things he wants to say. Not yet, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and it is like I mean, it's not wheat checks. Wheat checks is just like straight up garbage. Um, but but rice checks is it is the rice crispy done one better. It has more heft. It takes the milk in nicely, and it's just as a nice bowl it's a nice bowl all right so dan is technically supposed to be uh defending this one but if Mike, uh, you're sure you're i'm sure on one? all right so dan why frosted flakes listen uh, rice checks it, it's going to be a bowl of mush about a minute and a half in so Not even. like 30 seconds you get it near the milk and it's already soggy exactly. so you say that like it's a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> um, Frosted Flakes. Listen, you got Tony the Tiger, voiced by Thorl Ravenscroft for 50 years. And is that true? That is true. I did not know that. Yes. Thorl Ravenscroft was the voice of Tony the Tiger, also saying um, the Grinch song. Yes. So, uh, listen, Tony is one of the top contenders for cereal mascots. Also, it's sugar-coated cornflakes. Like, cornflakes are bland, but you add sugar to it, and listen, <laughs> it's just a delight in the morning. Nothing like heading off to school wound up high on sugar. Um, and uh, listen, I, I, I guess, except for Kate, it was a childhood staple. Um, <laughs> but uh, and listen, you can't argue that it's been one of the top-selling cereals of all time for decades and uh they're just kind of timeless and and literally they're great it's a solid argument kate i do think that it's interesting that kate's primary argument was you cannot take this product which is terrible on its own and make a different product that is not a breakfast food without it Yes. It's great yes. when you mix it with pretzels and ride chips and, and a lot of sauce. salt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then bake it and then it's okay. <laughs> then it's better than okay, my friend. <laughs> it's better than bad, it's good. Um <laughs> And I feel like Dan's argument, meanwhile, I know this sounds kind of it's like I'm being hypocritical, but Dan's argument that the voice of Tony the Tiger is oddly sensual, um, it sells me. So, um, Kate, you're sticking with rice checks. You know what? I'm not, because honestly, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here to make your arguments interesting, friends. <laughs> I, I am helpless before a burly tiger, so. Listen, he's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. He's, yeah, Tony the Tiger. Uh-huh. The true yeah. Tiger King, Tony. All right, so we're moving Frosted Flakes on to round two. Uh, a recurring theme, three quarters of us went for the sugary options, <laughs> two seed Gold <laughs> While Kate had bland ambition by championing seven seed Corn Flakes, Kate, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> no one. I just... I mean, I did put sugar on my cornflakes, but I guess here's it's another <laughs> argument, right? Cornflakes are so versatile. You can put them, you can put them around ice cream and fry it. You can you can put them on top of potato salad. Wait, no, that's potato what? chips. No, never mind. You can't do that. <laughs> I am beside myself over here. <laughs> I mean, I just like if push comes to shove, so it's cornflakes versus what? Golden grams? Golden grams. I am always going to choose cornflakes. 
And, be, and, there's, and there are people like me in the world. <laughs> there are. And I will say that cornflake cookies are the shit. I don't know if anybody yeah, else are. used to eat those. Yeah, yeah. Michael has some thoughts. And so I'm going to hand them over to Michael. <laughs> I'm sorry. I kept my mouth shut last time. But, you know, I let Dan take it. But I, 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 I wanted to say that I truly appreciate you, Kate, in the fact that all of your arguments for these cereals is because they get used as something other than cereal. <laughs> Because nobody wants to eat these for breakfast in the morning. They, you have to put them in Chex Mix. And let me tell you, I swear, my grandmother, who lived to be 92 years old, I looked forward to her Chex Mix every Christmas when she would bring that down to us and everything like that. But it wasn't for breakfast. I have my grandmother's ceremonial Chex Mix pan. Yeah, exactly. Wow. We all had that. But when it comes to it, like Golden Grams is going to be hand down because in, in my universe, my universe goes Frosted Flakes, which I had for breakfast this morning. Then it goes Golden Grams, which I have a box in the cupboard of that as well. Okay. It's fair. It's a fair argument. And honestly, are you ready for the most shocking thing of all? Oh, boy. I don't think I've ever eaten Golden Grams. <laughs> what? 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 Golden Grams are legitimately delicious. Like they're so good. Really but has the window passed? My palate. We know what my palate is. No. No. I swear to God, when you come down and visit, we're going to do this whole like clockwork orange thing. We're going to put you down and we're just going to feed you cereal. <laughs> we need to find out. It, I know that Rochester actually has a, a cereal bar where you can go and eat breakfast yeah. cereals. And I think like play video games and, and buy comic books. Yep. Um, shout out to, to Rochester, by the way. Dan Rochester. is uh, living in Rochester currently. Um, but we'll have to see if they have that in New York as well. I don't know. I assume they do someplace. But I mean, um, I imagine oftentimes that heaven is just like a dorm. Like, it's like it's like that counter in your dorm that just had all the cereals and like a giant yeah. thing of milk. And you oh. just keep going up to it and trying things and mixing them together. Maybe I did exactly. eat and I didn't even know. We've gotten off topic anyway. That's okay. Anyhow. <laughs> It sounds as though, so Kate, are you going to stick with cornflakes? Nah, it's fine. No, I am. I am. I'm going to represent for that classic uh, green rooster on the box. It is good graphic design. It is good graphic design. And again, cornflake cookies are delicious. My mom has a great recipe if you've never had them. I'll post that to the website so that you can make them. They are so tasty. Also, immortal Tori Amos song, cornflakes. Oh, right. Which we wouldn't have without cornflakes. She's she's turning the party, folks. She's making me think that maybe I should switch, but I'm not going to because I love Golden Grams that much. I do. I love Golden Grams. No kidding. Love them. So, all right, Golden Grams advances to round two. My three panelists all voted to advance five seed tricks over four seed Cap and Crunch. I will speak on behalf of the good captain. So, here's my thing. Cap and Crunch is not one of my go tos. Um, I it does tear up the roof of your mouth. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is sweet. It is like an intense bite in the morning. Uh, unlike the other cereals, it doesn't really get fully soggy. It's always that like toothsome, like I'm eating gravel. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think tricks are disgusting. I have never. <laughs> Whoa! they taste burnt to me they don't taste like fruit like they're pretty to look at but they're not even that pretty they're like dulled colors um i've never understood the allure aside from that rabbit and the great slogan but like to me if i had to you put a gun to my head and say pick one of these terrible cereals i'm going with cap and crunch dan why tricks oh man that's that's intense. Um, I you know I, tricks tricks are for kids, and I won't hear anything else about on, on the topic. Uh, but they have been a staple 
since the 50s in the breakfast cereal lineup. Um, you know, fruit flavoring, that, that is debatable. Um, you know, I feel like the flavoring is more red, orange, and green. But, <laughs> uh, you know, they always taste the same. They're reliable. And you got to give credit to General Mills for uh, cutting up the use of artificial flavoring and coloring in their cereal until they brought back the original artificial flavoring and coloring two years later, but they did it for a little while. Um, did they? I did not know this. They did for about two years. Uh, <laughs> I really, really appreciate the knowledge that you're dropping on us here, Dan. Yeah, they- <laughs> Wikipedia is wonderful. It is insane. Um, but yeah, Trix is just, you know, it's one of those that I don't know. I always loved it. Like I never thought of it as being a dull cereal. It was, Listen, the rabbit's great. There was always a prize inside. Uh, It was super colorful. And uh, I don't know. It's just maybe it's the nostalgia factor. But my last ditch argument is going to be in the multitude of fruit flavored cereals out there. I would put tricks absolutely on the bottom for me. Like fruity pebbles are way better. I think Captain Crunch with Crunch Crunch Berries are way better. There's got to be other examples I'm forgetting, but I'm going to put it to the panel. Michael, where are you sticking with tricks? I turn tricks and I eat tricks. (laughs) I like to live. And how about you, Kate? Oh, tricks are for me. Okay. Well, (laughs) not really. They're not my favorite either, but I like them better than Captain Crunch. Oh my god, Kate picked something with sugar. She did. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. It is life has sugar. I would have picked life. (laughs) (laughs) Choose life, just like wham. (laughs) More life. (laughs) My three panelists also voted to advance four seed corn pops while I picked five seed kicks. I will justify my choice and with a very obscure reasoning. Um, while Michael will speak on corn pops. Michael, I'm gonna let you go first. Well, I mean, the original name, of course, was Sugar Corn Pops. And, you know, when people started figuring out that sugar really wasn't great for you, they started dropping that in the late 70s and early 80s. But it is still just like it's I think it's more flavor for me. It's more flavorful. It has a better like consistency in the um, in the milk for you. I think it stays longer than Kix did. And I mean, honestly, Kix doesn't hold a memory in my head at all. You know, I remember kind of hearing about it, but I can't tell you if I ever, I probably did, but I don't remember actually eating it as a kid. It's just like, yeah. This is the completely obscure rationalization I have for this. And let me say, before I even go into this, I understand why this is not going to advance. And it's not even a good argument, but I'm going to make it. So... I had a childhood friend who, whenever I would go over to his house, he had empty Pringles cans and had filled them with like two-thirds of kicks and one-third chocolate chips. And then he would shake them, and that would be our snack. And I thought that was the best stuff ever. We didn't eat it with milk. It was literally just kicks and chocolate chips that were like put into an empty Pringles can, and we would shake them and eat them. And it just, it's, again, nostalgia factor for me, a totally obscure, weird thing. But that's why I'm voting for kicks over corn pops, because I never ate corn pops. It was not one of the ones that ever really was on our radar, just we picked other things. I get that. It's it's the Kate argument. It's really good as something other than cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. Yep. So it's a bad argument. And I acknowledge <laughs> it. Uh, is it. I'm assuming is it, it though? Is it a bad argument? Is it? 
Oh, don't tell me you swung Kate. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, corn pops are one of the few sugary cereals I legitimately enjoy. Yes. <laughs> so with that in mind, uh, are we going to advance corn pops? Corn pops. Dan? Yeah, okay. corn pops Pop for sure. Corn. corn pops Feed moving on. Feed the churrins. <laughs> exactly. And finally, three quarters of us preferred six seed cinnamon life over three seed Reese's peanut butter puffs. Dan, why peanut butter puffs? And before I say this, I do need to make the point. Dan is my virtual tr- physical trainer. And it just delights me that mm-hmm. my trainer is is pushing for the sugary cereal. So I feel a sense of vindication in this moment and I just need to bask in it. But please go on, Dan. I really am. Yes. As a fitness professional, this really does go against a lot of what I tell people. (laughs) But I also love sugary cereal. So pick your battles. Um, (laughs) So I think what I love about Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs is that clearly at some point in the 90s, someone was like, let's just legitimately serve candy for breakfast. We're not even going to pretend it's anything else. And that was their tagline. It's candy for breakfast was their original tagline, which kind of blew my mind. And, you know, they own it. They're just, when I was was trying to do some research on the peanut butter puffs, because I, they came out when I was in high school. So I didn't have them all that much because I was already deep in my nostalgia for all my other cereals. But uh, they are listed as the most unhealthy cereal um, according to a study from Oxford University. So okay. they got that in their corner. I know this one's a long shot. PB puffs are a long shot. Exactly. <laughs> I will say that I suspect that that particular study is now outdated because in the last year, Hershey's Kisses, the breakfast cereal, yes. came into existence. Twinkies, the breakfast cereal, came into existence. Really? Yep. Oh, yes, it's real. Like there's an entire line of Hostess snack cake cereals. Oh, God. And like putting together the list for this, I was like, this is disgusting. Like <laughs> that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, exactly. God, I even feel like I need to work out now. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking that into existence gave me diabetes. But Kate, <laughs> why don't you talk to me about cinnamon life? So this was actually a hard one for me because both of these cereals are completely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I say this as a person who like, like I am not a functional like human body unless around Christmas time and Easter, I get one of those like packages of Reese's like eggs or Christmas trees that I eat all by yes. myself. Like I just yes. need that. It's it's like, it's like a vitamin deficiency. So I love Reese's peanut butter, <laughs> but not in my cereal. But Cinnamon Life, I mean, it's the same thing. It's life, right? So it was the lesser of two evils in a way. What's the opposite of a Sophie's Choice, right? Where, like, you have to keep one. (laughs) You're just getting rid of both of them? Um, (laughs) Andrew's mom. That's that's the opposite of of a Sophie's Choice. (laughs) So so that's why I chose Cinnamon Life. But actually, I mean, I am doing some, like, research in the moment because, like, you know, homework. Uh, It it actually is as old as 1978. Um. Which, in my mind, I had no idea. It's been around my entire life. No idea. It has definitely been around since the 80s. I distinctly remember eating it with the yellow box. Regular life was in the white box. Mm, yeah. Yep. Um, but the thing about Sim and Life, like, I'll pick up the torch from Kate because she's not doing a good job defending it. <laughs> um, it it's a sugar deficiency. Right? <laughs> I think 
cinnamon life is delicious. Like I, I prefer cinnamon life. I, to this day will go to the store and I will buy a box of cinnamon life. Like it's a staple in my cupboard. And again, I'll throw some berries or whatever in it, but like, I think cinnamon life on its own is really, really tasty. And I don't find it to be overly sweet. Am I crazy? Yes, but that's separate. (laughs) I think that my, my life, I am just like, I, my mouth is used to regular life. So all the different. <laughs> so I can't have that. My mouth isn't used to it. <laughs> and I can't say what my mouth is used to in a family program. So. No, it's not. That was, say, that was not my impression. <laughs> it's not. But what were you saying, Kate? I'm sorry. There's just so many different kinds of life, which maybe I'll save that for a future argument. Wait for that. Hold. I'm holding on to I that. Will. I'm putting it in my pocket. <laughs> But it does sound like we are going to advance cinnamon life, right? I mean, Michael, where do you stand on this? Mikey likes it. Mikey likes it. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Dan. We are advancing cinnamon life. I get it. I get it. All right. So we have reached the bottom of the bowl for round one. Do you agree with our picks or are you lactose intolerant of our choices? Tell us what you think at greatpopculturedebate.com. And while you're there, make sure to suggest future topics for us to debate and vote on topics that have already been submitted. Then come back later this week for part two, where we go from the Sweet 16, and in this case, I literally mean Sweet 16, all the way down to our pick for the best breakfast cereal ever. See you in a bit. University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.